believe it or not, there was a time in history before we were so-called black. Let's talk about it. Who taught you to hate yourself from the top of your head to the soles of your feet? Who taught you to hate your own kind? Who taught you to hate the race that you belong to? So much so that you don't want to be around each other. To me, we are the most beautiful creatures in the whole world, black people. Shalom, shalom, family, and welcome to another episode of Jacob C. Podcast, Where the Diaspora Speaks. The whole purpose and point of this podcast is to get uplifting, encouraging, thought-provoking content out to the African-American community who are part of the African-Semitic diaspora. What's going on, y'all? Hope your week's been good. Hope your day's been good. Whenever you're listening to this, I hope peace and shalom has just drowned you. That you've been drowned in just peace and shalom. I really, really hope that. Uh, listen to all those who have supported me. I want to thank you guys for your support. I want to thank you guys, whether it's monetary, whether it's uh, been an email, uh, uh, you hit me up on Instagram for encouragement or just just to tell me how much this podcast has meant to you and how much it has helped you. I really, really thank you for all the support. Um, listen, guys, if you want to continue to support this podcast, you can go to jacobc.com, press that support button, um, uh, one-time deal, or, or you want to be a monthly partner. Um, any way to support us uh, is great, but the best way you can support us, the best way you can support us is to continue to listen to this podcast each and every week that it comes out. Um, share it, uh, like it, and rate it on whatever um, podcast platform you're listening to it on and those ratings are so important because uh, it just helps us out on those uh, podcasting platforms um, if you don't know you can follow us on Instagram at Jacob C12 uh, Jacob C podcast on Facebook um, I think that's about it as far as that stuff goes so as I said in the intro there was a time in history before we were called black um, and that would be in the scriptures, in the scriptures. So really up until the time of um, the colonization of the world by the Europeans, there was no classification of white, black, brown, or whatever. They did not classify, uh, they did not classify people according to their race. They usually classified people according to their tribe or the region in which the world they came from and or their religion. Um, so before colonials, colonial, ugh, ooh, Lord have mercy, I can't even get it out today. Before colonialization, no one on the planet Earth was called white. No one on planet Earth was called black. I thought I would bring this out, being that it is Black History Month um, in the year of 2021. Um, so yes, there was a time before we were called black. Before um, the modern era, there were two ways we were described in the world, that the world would describe the, the uh, modern African-American today. So our ancestors, those of you who are African-American, um, Afro-Latina, Afro-Latino, those of you who are um, in the Caribbean, you're Jamaican, you're Haitian, 
um, around the world, um, your African, um, uh, uh, European, uh, you're in Spain, you're in United Kingdom, you're in Scotland, you're in Ireland, you're in Italy, um, you're in uh, the, the Netherlands, wherever you are, before the world called you black, they called you by three primary names. Number one, if you look at the history of the Inquisitions, if you look at the history of the Crusades, the Crusades, excuse me, and you look at the history of colonization, you will find that when Europeans began to travel the world, they would encounter people of dark skin who would keep the Sabbath day, who would sacrifice animals for prayer, who would circumcise their children on the eighth day, uh, who were called weird by the surrounding people. A uh, majority of these people were found in Spain, Portugal, um, and the west coast of Africa. They were called weird because Friday night they would come to a hard stop. They would do no work all the way to Saturday night. The surrounding people of the African continent, those in the country of Spain and Portugal, uh, would call these people weird. Uh, those same, the same happened in Northern Africa, Southern Africa. Um, and when settlers came, uh, colonizers came, um, explorers came, there were three words that were used to describe these people. And none word was black. The three words were swarthy, Jews, and Hebrews. Because the people that encountered them understood, at that time, the culture. There was no ambiguity about who was who, what was what. There was no agenda to hide anything during that time. They knew who our ancestors were, and our ancestors knew who they were. It wasn't until the transatlantic and trans-Saharan slave trades that things started to become a little bit murky of who who is. That's why I've always said in the past and some of these podcasts, when you're reading about your own history, so-called black man, so-called black woman, you need to start reading history books that's, number one, written by your own, and number two, uh, that are not written after 1800s because after the 1800s, for some reason, there's this, um, there's this agenda to hide the identity of who we would call African-American or European, um, African-European or um, Afro-Caribbean people. Um, there's an agenda to hide their true identity for whatever reason that is. Uh, but if you do that history... If you read those books, I promise you, um, you will come to find that uh, our ancestors, a lot of them, were called Jews, called Hebrews. They were called swarthy, which means dark skin, Jews and Hebrews by those who encountered them based upon the culture or the actions that they took on Saturdays and how they raised their children, how they slaughtered their animals, um, the prayers they would pray, the clothes they would wear, um, the God that they would serve. So before we were called black, uh, we were called those things. But we can go even further back. 
So if our history doesn't necessarily start with slavery, then where does our history start? As the so-called, I would, and I would say African-American, but I do realize we were scattered through the whole four corners of the world. But I just say African-American because I'm here um, on the continent of America. <clears throat> and so those are the people that I'm uh, primarily, primarily dealing with, talking to, speaking to, communicating to. But um, if you're listening to this and you're in the United Kingdom, you're in Germany, you're wherever, um, just know that those aren't, that's not your homeland. You didn't come from there, nor did your ancestors. So if that's not where we came from, where did we come from? Well, you would have to go all the way back to where all humanity came from. All humanity came out of the loins of Noah because we understand those who came out of the loins of Adam and Eve, they were all wiped out during the flood. Um, we read that in Genesis chapter 6 through Genesis chapter 9. And uh, in Genesis chapter 10, something amazing happens. A new uh, world, uh, so to speak, is created and populated by the three sons of Noah. You have uh, you have Ham, you have Shem, and you have Japheth. Uh, these three men would populate the now known world. And everybody on planet Earth, you're not black, you're not white, you're not yellow, or whatever color they try to attach to you, you are either a, you're either Hamitic, Shemitic, or you're Japhetic. You're one of those three people. You come out of the loins of one of those three men. And if you're listening to this and you call yourself an African-American, you call yourself black, you call yourself Afro or African, whatever, um, more than likely, you come out of the loins of Shem. Now, we do know that the majority of the people in the African continent um, are from the loins of Ham. Uh, but we have a whole other group of people um, who were in Africa and they come out of the loins of Shem. Uh, you could see this through Abraham and, um, and starting in, I believe that's Genesis chapter 12. And we see that Abraham would come from what we would now call uh, Iran, Iraq, and that kind of area. So that's kind of where the people of Shem kind of located, Iran, Iraq, the Saudi Arabia area, Jordan, all those kind of places. Um, the people of Ham would uh, move further east or further west in the what we now call the African continent. And the people of Japheth would settle in what we would call now Europe, all right? And obviously, there's some mingling, mixling there of, of all three of those cultures and those people and their offspring over the centuries and cent centuries and centuries of years. But as a so-called black man, the so-called black woman, um, if you are African-American, I know for a fact most of us can trace our history back to Shem, and not only to Shem, but Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Um, those would be our ancestors. That's where our history would start. Our, our history would start with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Now, there are some before him. Uh, Shem was definitely a righteous, upright man um, who did wonderful things. Um, you look at Eber. Um, you look at uh, Enoch and different people of, of the faith that were around then. Uh, but our history in my opinion, starts with Abraham, starts with Isaac, starts with Jacob. Because from there, uh, we get the 12 tribes of Israel. Um, and that's the most talked about in the scriptures are the people of those 12 tribes. Uh, whether you're from Reuben or Issachar or Manasseh or Judah, um, wherever you may be from, 
uh, most of us do not know. But wherever it's from, that's where your history starts. Uh, we are people who are comprised of prophets, who are comprised of kings and queens, um, who are comprised of people who knew astrology, um, who taught mathematics. It is said in Josephus that Abraham taught the surrounding nations about astrology and mathematics and how to build things uh, with their hands. We see that Noah was a builder uh, with his hands. Uh, we see that our people taught scholarship. Um, our people were some of the first to uh, have schools, uh, not necessarily the way they're constructed today, because the way, that it, the way they are constructed today um, would be an Egyptian-type way of schooling, uh, which the Greeks came and stole from them, and uh, now we call that a university. Uh, but there were, uh, in our vernacular, our culture would be yeshivas, schools of thought, um, schools of learning, schools of enlightenment, schools of reasoning with one another. Um, that is our earliest history. Uh, brothers and sisters, as you, I hope you know now that our history did not start with the first slave, so-called, that came off of the Mayflower. It did not start in Jamestown, Virginia. It did not start on Plymouth Rock. It starts in what people call the Bible. It starts with Abraham. It starts with Isaac. It starts with Jacob. And I wanted to do this podcast because a lot of people just don't know that. A lot of people read these scriptures and read the Bible and they never see themselves in it. But you, my brother, you, my sister, are all inside of these scriptures. The Most High, the creator of the world, chose your people at Mount Sinai to make a covenant with. Unfortunately, we also have a dark side of our history. Uh, we have the Ahabs in our history. Um, we have the Jezebels. We have um, the splitting of the kingdom of Israel into two. Um, we have the infighting with Manasseh and Judah. Um, we have uh, Korah and Dathan. Um, we have the sons of uh, um, uh, Eli and all these different people who are just wicked, who are wicked. And unfortunately, as a whole, our people did not do what we were supposed to do as a people. That's why we are cursed today. That's why Deuteronomy um, 28 is alive and well in all of our communities around the world. You can go around the world and you can see who are the sons, who are the Hebrew kids, who are the offsprings of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, Jacob based on the curses that are on their lives. Uh, no matter where you go around the world, you put enough uh, disobedient Hebrews together, there will be high crime, high poverty, um, high baby mortality rates, a lack of education, um, a dependency on whatever that local government or national government may be. Uh, these are sad realities that just are. Um, but I wanted to do this podcast today to show that we do not start our history with slavery. Um, Martin Luther King and Harriet Tubman, Rosa Parks, um, although they did great things, they are not the epicenter of who we are. We are a dynamic people. We are, are not a monolith. We are dynamic, as I said. We are um, unique. Um, 
we are a plethora. We are a mosaic of different thoughts, different religions, um, different cultures, uh, because we split from our original culture, from our original religion, the religion of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Um, our original culture is Hebrews. Um, our culture is found in what we would call Torah, the first five books of the Bible. Uh, it teaches us how to live. It teaches us how to worship our God. It teaches us how to interact with our brothers and sisters around us. Uh, but we didn't want that. And that's why we are in the, the case we are today. Um, and it's amazing to me that every year after year we celebrate Black History Month but yet a lot of us are, for whatever reason, afraid to take this opportunity to tell that black brother, that black sister uh, that's next to you that, hey, did you know that you're not black? That's that's not a race. Black is not a race. It's a it's a color. Did you know that you're not African-American, African? There is no African-American culture. You can go around the world and there is no staple of an African-American culture ever in history. That's something very new, something very made up. My brother and sister, you're a Hebrew. You come from the loins of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. The God, the creator of this world, chose you to be righteous and upright. That's why they call us Israel. It means to stand upright. Did you know that about yourself, my brother? Did you know that about Yourself, my sister. The best thing that we can do every Black History Month is tell our people to repent. Turn back to Torah. Believe the witness of Yeshua, our Messiah. Uh, but a lot of people don't want to do that because either you're scared to do it or you've done it and people ain't trying to hear that. All they're trying to hear is the Martin Luther Kings and the Rosa Parks and the Harriet Tubmans. And yeah, they did great things. They did great things. I think the problem is, as Martin would say, and Martin Luther King is one of my favorite people in history, but he would say that he believes that he sent his people into a burning building. It's one of the last things he would say while he was alive. And I don't believe that we talk enough about the people who tried to literally wake us up, send us back to where we're supposed to be. We don't talk enough about the Malcolm X's. Read his biography, autobiography that he wrote about himself before he died. Read about Marcus Garvey. Read about Nat Turner. Read about Toussaint Down in Haiti. And some of my favorite people, read about Rabbi uh, 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 Wentworth, William Wentworth. And one of Garvey's right-hand men, Rabbi Josiah. See, what a lot of people don't understand about Marcus Garvey, one of the greatest um, men in so-called African history, is that he was heavily influenced um, by the Hebrews of his time. Um, and had he had what happened to Garvey not happened to Garvey, I truly believe um, that he would have, he, he was uh, in New York, and he was going to name a national religion for the so-called black man. And that religion, I believe, because of the influence of Rabbi uh, Joseph, that it would have been um, the, uh, the, the religion of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. But he never got that chance. But he was heavily influenced by the Hebrew movement um, of the early 1900s, for sure. Um, as 
Uh, we talk about uh, Rabbi Wentworth, and um, we can go all the way back to some of the rabbis in Western Africa who are still alive today. Um, we can go to uh, people who are not talked about or doing great work. Um, um, only Love Austin. Only Love Chica Austin. Um, she writes a book called Our, Our Black Biblical Destiny. Um, we have uh, Elder Jeremy R. Vonner. Um, you can look his name up um, in uh, Amazon, who also has a book um, about our ancestors and their um, being Hebrew. Uh, we have Wake Up Black America, uh, From Hebrews to Negroes, Wake Up Black America by Ron Dalton. Uh, we have so many people uh, that are doing the work right now that you don't have to look to the past always to find who you are. Because unfortunately in this country, uh, when we look to the past, they're spoon feeding, as my elder would say, our history to us, trying to tell us who we are. And when they tell us who we are, it always starts with slavery. It always starts with them teaching us how to read and teaching us how to write. No, 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 no. We knew how to read our own language. We knew how to write our own language. You didn't let us do that. And during the Reconstruction era, when we were left alone to our own abilities, it's very evident that we are dynamic people who built cities, who built towns, who built governments, who built schools, who built churches, who built banks, who built uh, uh, private airplane uh, companies. It was very vibrant. But yet the oppressors of this country uh, believe that, uh, I guess, we were too good. They had to burn those things down. And unfortunately, unfortunately, the majority of our people today, and I, I have to only speak for those in America because I don't know what's going on in the other countries, but unfortunately, um, we want to depend on the very system that continues to degrade us, downgrade us, and have nothing for us. We continue to believe in the same system and allow that system to be our crutch. But my brother, my sister, you are powerful, you are dynamic, you're beautiful, you're smart. Don't let anybody say you're anything different. I know you're that because our ancestors were that. Our ancestors built this country. And we did, they didn't build it for themselves, unfortunately, because of their disobedience. And we do have to look at that. That's part of our history. Perpetual disobedience. That's why we're in the state we are in today, right here in 2020. That's why this, this, this Black History Month, it's, it's solemn for me. Because when I look at my people, I see what we can be because of who we were. But yet when I see the outlook of the future, I see us not making it in. Because our neighborhoods aren't getting better, they're getting gentrified. That's not getting better for us. That's getting better for the new people coming in. We're getting kicked out to the suburbs, to the country, wherever you're at. And now we see that those once nice suburbs are starting to get looked tore down a little bit. We've got a bunch of Hebrew folks who don't know their Hebrew being disobedient because they don't know the truth. The sad part of our history is that we took the religion that we received in slavery. Now there are more black or so-called African-Americans sitting in a church on Sunday than there are sitting in an assembly a temple, a synagogue on Saturday honoring the Sabbath. And it's sad. It's very sad. We took the religion of our oppressor 
and we assimilate it into their culture. And we wonder why nothing ever works for us. That culture was never for us. That's their stuff. Now it's time for us to take back our stuff. And I'm not talking about taking it back by force. It's real simple. We want to have a joyous Juneteenth uh, 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 celebratory Black History Month uh, where we can see our real move of the Most High. Repent, for the kingdom of the Most High is here. Go back to worshiping like your ancestors did. Honoring the Sabbath. Honoring the Creator, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Following the Torah, which some would call the law. Quit believing it's done away with because you're not going to find that anywhere in Scripture. Because the very people you use to prove that the law was done away with, isn't that ironic? That those people who were law-abiding citizens every day of their life, those are the same people you say that said the law was done away with would die trying to proving that it's not. Paul would spend the last bit of his life arguing that he loves the law. He's a follower of the law. Peter would do the same. So this is not a typical podcast episode for me. I understand that. Uh, But I just want to get across that before we were called black, we were called Hebrews, we were called Jews, we were called Israelites. That's who you are. Embrace that. Love that. Don't shy away from that because of some things you may see on YouTube or some crazy folks you may hear on a street corner. Don't shy away from that. Do you shy away from calling yourself African-American because there's drug dealers, gangbangers in your neighborhood? Absolutely not. Don't shy away that you're a Hebrew. Don't shy away that you're a West African Jew. Don't shy away that you're an Israelite. Heck, some of us can take our stuff all the way back to Ethiopia. I know I can. The Ethiopian Jews. That's in my DNA. Don't shy away from that. Embrace that. Walk in it. Open up your scriptures. Read Genesis. Read Exodus. Read Leviticus. Read Numbers. Read Deuteronomy. See how you ought to live. See how you ought to uh, interact with the God who made you. And then read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John and see the character of Yeshua, our Messiah. And how we're supposed to interact with those around us. Listen, I hope this was a blessing. Um, this, uh, this episode wasn't about the, uh, you know, the, uh, the 14, 15, 20 people in African-American history that you didn't know, which there, there are many of them. There are many of us who created things and uh, done things who deserving of recognition and never got it. That's very true. Um, and I can go for days and days and talk about those people. Um, I actually have some of their pictures right now in, uh, in my living room. Um, some some art about them in some of my living in my living room, but I think more importantly than to um, unearth unknown so-called African American heroes, it's more important to tell people who they are today. And I think we don't do that enough because a lot of us don't know who we are, so that's why we act how society tells us to act because we have we have no other reference of reality. But I'm telling you, my brother, 
I'm telling you, my sister, who you are, and not based on my opinion, based on a lot of research and a lot of reading. You are the seed of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Wake up, my brother. Wake up, my sister, and walk in your destiny that the Most High God who created this world has given you, has given us. I pray this, I pray that this blessed you. Um, I pray that you take these words with introspection and really do research. If you've never heard nobody tell you you're a Hebrew, do some research. Read some books. Google some stuff. Uh, I named three, off, three authors for you. Only Love Chica Austin, Jeremy R. Vonner, um, and Ronald Dalton. Read their books. See what you think. Read the scriptures with the fact in mind that the people in the scriptures look just like you. Read Deuteronomy 28. Who else is going through those curses? Ain't nobody on earth going through those curses but me and you, my brothers and my sisters. Anyway, I got to go. As always, keep it 98 plus 2. Seek the truth. Live it out. Inform others. Shalom. Shalom.